My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. It's time for today's travel and cruise industry news. With the latest from travel and cruises around the world, here's your host, Chili Falls. Good morning. Welcome to Travel and Cruise Industry News on this, the 12th day of August 2021, uh, 2021, 2022. Get their year right, Chili. <laughs> Coming to you from Bedford County, Virginia, right outside Lynchburg. Uh, today's top story, folks, has to deal with MSC achieves environmental protection cert- certification. And today, folks, is National Gooey Butter Cake Day. I wasn't even sure what that was. Again, you know, I don't write this stuff, folks. I just report it. I wasn't sure what National Gooey Butter Cake was. I had to look it up. Come to find out it's a a real sweet cake that's made with cream cheese. And it's really popular in St. Louis. Sorry, folks. I mean, I've been to St. Louis a number of times, but I didn't know about your gooey butter cake. So it's National Gooey Butter Cake Day. So go have some. If you're in St. Louis or jump on a plane to go. No, don't jump on a plane. Go to St. Louis and get some gooey butter cake or make some if you know what you're doing. Uh, Okay. In addition to, to the MSC story this morning, Got a bunch of other things that we're going to talk about. Uh, Disney Wish leads the Disney recovery. Uh, Norwegian cancels uh, some European calls for one cruise ship. CDC has some update guidelines. Victoria cruises with two residential ships. And man, I tell you what, I'm looking hard at this one. I really am. So we're going to talk about that and a whole lot more here live at 11. If you're listening by the podcast, welcome aboard. You can always access the podcast via my blog, which is accessadventure.net, or wherever you get your podcast from, all the big hitters, uh, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Stitcher, TuneIn, any of them. Just search for travel and cruise industry news, and bingo, up pops the fat travel guy. 
always in the description of the podcast, there'll be a link to access the video feed. If you'd like to hop over and check any pictures or clips out that I may be using on that day's show, uh, which we're going to get to several here in just a bit. But I have some personal news first on several fronts. Number one, those of you that have been following me for some time, I know that I occasionally have some uh, doctor stuff to do. And this morning, really early, was one of them. I had my annual checkup with a urologist. Now, for those of you that are new to this channel, and, uh, and all of you new guys, welcome aboard. I'm so glad to have you, especially you guys that came in from the New York Times. That's uh, just been an awesome uh, to have all you new guys listening and watching and so forth. Uh, the the daily I was on the daily last Friday, as a matter of fact, a week ago. Anyway, I went to the urologist today for an annual checkup. Two years ago, as I was going through chemo, the harsh chemo, I had no hair. I had all sorts of things. One of the things that was uh, part and partial to the prostate cancer, which had metastasized and I had it everywhere, was uh, my, I, I had to be catheterized. There's just nowhere around it, folks. I was in a catheter for over a year. One of the things before I could start cruising again, there was no rule about this, but as far as I was concerned, I had to be out of the catheter before I would ever put myself on a cruise ship with other people. Uh, Because, you know, with a catheter, there's no way to soft play this. I have to carry a bag of pee around. I couldn't see going into the dining room on a cruise ship and carrying a bag of pee. And I just, no, I wouldn't do that. So finally, I got out of the catheter. And they told me then, these urology folks, these specialists, that you'll never be able to do this. You're going to always have to be in a catheter or you're going to have to self-catheterize yourself. And I said, "Eh, there's no way in there. And number one, I'm too fat. I can't see. And number one, my brain would not let me uh, jam that thing up. No, um, no, no. Ain't going to happen. So I said, well, I'm sorry, but you'll, you'll never get out of the catheter. So, my home health care nurses that came to take care of that, you know, have to be, it's have to be changed once a month. And, you know, it was not a pleasant uh, experience for me. Thank goodness. I loved my home health care folks that took care of that. Okay. They were just terrific. So it came for the day and I said, let's try something. She said, okay. And she lived, fairly close. So I knew that I could text her if I needed her to come back immediately and she'd be there in the house in five minutes. I said, let's try going without the catheter. Let's see what happens. And if I get to the point that I know that I got to, you know, be catheterized again, I'll text you and you can run over here and jam that damn thing up me again. She said, okay, let's try it. 
We did. Bluntly, folks, I've been peeing ever since. So that was one of the big hurdles to going back to cruising. The other one was the cruise ship accepting uh, an oxygen person because I do have to have a concentrator. I carry a portable unit uh, to get me on board the ship. But in my cabin, I rent from Scoot Around, but uh, I rent the scooters as well. But I, I rent a concentrator for my cabin uh, because I need that uh, at night. It's continuous flow. It's just like the one that I have in my room here. So anyway, go to the urologist today and I had to do a sample. They had to do an ultrasound to make sure my bladder wasn't full. And they said, well, you're perfectly clear. I said, well, yeah, I know. I have no infections. I would have done that. And they said, and your bladder is empty. I said, well, uh, duh. I just peed in the cup for you. Of course it's empty. They said, well, you don't need to come back anymore. And I said, I tried to, I'm all in favor of that. Bye. So done with urology, unless something happens that I need him back. And, and then I'll call him and I'll say, okay, yeah, we got to start this business all over again. So that was good news for a change, folks. You know, in my health uh, history, I have not had a, a whole realm of good newses, but that's clearly one. The big one is next Thursday, which leads to the second thing I want to talk to you about. I go back to the oncologist to get the latest uh, liver scan and PSA and see if the numbers are coming down. That's what we're hoping for. It doesn't have to come down a lot. If it comes down one-tenth of one point, I'll be tickled pink. That's next Thursday. At the same time next Thursday, and I didn't think about this yesterday, is when the Cruz Amigas is supposed to be on. I'll be with the oncologist. So, just at literally five minutes before this broadcast started, I called Amigo John and I said, I completely forgot about this yesterday. You know, I'm, you know, I'm the oncologist on Thursday and then I leave at 4 a.m. Friday morning to go to Miami to meet Hot Air Tom and Cindy. He said, well, let's get a hold of Martin and we'll, maybe we can get together and pre-record the show. So there's a good chance that next week's uh, Cruise Amigos, even though you guys get in the chat room and ask questions and make comments and uh, we love it to death, good possibility that we might have to pre-record the Cruise Amigos next week just on what's happening in the world and what I'm doing and what Martin's doing and well, and what John's doing. So we'll see. I, I'm not hundred percent sure how we're going to handle that, but we'll see. Uh, the other things is uh, the dates ahead. Now the uh, August the 19th and August the 29th show shows uh, August 8th and 9th. I mean, September 8th and 9th, and then again, September 19th, 
are all regular shows, uh, travel and cruise industry news shows that I'm going to be on the road. I will attempt on all days at all times to find a McDonald's with the good Wi-Fi and hook up and sit in my car and do the show from my car as I have done on many of my travels recently. So those uh, five shows are clearly, uh, you know, question marks as to how thorough the show is, uh, you know, all those things, because I'm going to be uh, literally on the road. All right. Yesterday, I promised because I was so busy before the show uh, that uh, I would bring up to date uh, Hot Air Tom's uh, uh, making it to uh, Port Canaveral. Uh, and this is, in fact, uh, Hot Air Tom's digs. Hot Air Tom and Cindy are saying in some nice digs for the uh, few days here. Nice bathroom. How about that tub, folks? And then they're not too far from the water. You can see the water over there uh, across the little spans of area. I think, yeah, of course, you know, hot air is always going to take pictures of ships. And that's the Carnival Freedom that which in port, I guess that was yesterday. No, that day, whenever Carnival Freedom was in port. Sunday. No, Monday. Not even. There's a picture of the Carnival Freedom when she's in port. So. That's hot air time. And hopefully what, you know, what I'm planning to do with all this crazy traveling stuff now is uh, next Friday, I'm going to leave here, uh, hopefully at like 4 a.m., stop and do the show on the, on the road someplace. And then on um, maybe, I'm hoping to get into Jacksonville, maybe have dinner with Nikki and Roger is my plan. Drive on to Miami on uh, Saturday. Hook up with Hot Air Tom and Cindy for dinner Saturday night, maybe. And then, of course, I'll meet them on board the Norwegian Sky on Sunday. So that's in the cards. Also, I told you that I had fallen behind on my buddy Rochelle who is over there on Odyssey of the Seas. And she was uh, yesterday in Delos, Greece. And uh, that is Delos, Greece. Some interesting ruins. Uh, she took the ferry to the island where Greek mythology and history come alive. It was awesome listening to the captivating Greek myths and legends while walking on the island of the Greek gods, the mythical birthplace of Apollo and Artemis, 3rd century BC. It's a UNESCO World Heritage Site for its mythological, historical, and archaeological significance. Delos, Greece. And I will say one thing about uh, Rochelle. She absolutely... Of course, you know, she's always going to churches and cathedrals, which is, that's a personal thing from her. 
But, I mean, she's on an excursion of some type, every port. And, of course, she's, uh, I make no bones about it, she gets a lot of this because of, of playing uh, video poker in the casinos on cruises. And those of you have been following, I mean, she's been in Europe now for, man, the best part of six months. She did come home for a few days in between. But she's been over there just cruise after cruise after cruise. It's been phenomenal to follow her. But that is Delos, Greece. Another place that one of these days I'm going to get to. You know, unfortunately, I did cancel my group cruise because of the whole business with switching the ships and I didn't like what Royal Caribbean did to us, but anyway. All right. I will be back with the news right after work for one of our network sponsors. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure, I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. All right, back with today's news, folks. The uh, top story today has to do with MSC. And where did my MSC? <laughs> I had I had an MSC picture that I had up. Where did that? Not sure what happened to it. All right, so let me see if I can get this loaded real quick. If it doesn't take too long, I'll do that. And then I'll flash it up here while we get to the story. There we go. MSC. There we go. <laughs> Nothing like a technical breakdown. MSC achieves environmental protection certification. It was announced this morning that the entire fleet achieved ISO certification and all future ships built in the line will receive the certification as they enter service. It's Designed to provide information on waste management. You know, this is not something that the cruise lines talk about much. But, man, it's clearly a problem, especially the bigger cruise ships get. I mean, that's a lot of waste to be specific about it. Uh, anyway, it's designed to provide information on waste management practices for port authorities to consider when calculating fee reduction for use of port reception facilities in accordance with the European Union directives. So this is from the guys on the other side of the pond, primarily. 
MSC Cruise's new Marine Environmental Protection Certification sets procedures for shipboard management of waste, such as handling, collection, separation, marking, treatment, and storage. The certification also describes the ship-to-shore interface and the delivery of waste from ship to port reception facilities. You know, the days of, of ships dumping in the, in the ocean, that's over, folks. And those of you that are out there screaming about that and screaming about how detrimental they are to the environment, you need to do some updating your thinking because those days are well past us, thank goodness. As of January 21st of this year, ISO 21070 is a complementary certificate as part of the European Union Implementing Regulation, which ensures that ships produce reduced quantities of waste and manage waste in the a sustainable and environmentally solid manner. ISO, the International Organization for Standardization, is a worldwide federation of national standards bodies, uh, and it stands to provide the most efficient management of waste and reduce the time and resource burden in segregating and handling waste on ships and imports. So congratulations to MSC, who also has a comprehensive sustainability action plan, uh, which establishes six key areas with corresponding activities, goals, and targets. The six key work systems across MSC are transitioning to net zero emissions, scrutinizing resource use and waste, supporting its people, investing in sustainable tourism, building greener terminals, terminals and procuring sustainability. Coming out, the world uh, Europa, which is the next big cruise, is going to be uh, uh, the most sustainable and futuristic cruise ship that they've uh, created so far, powered by a cleaner fuel with green technology integrated throughout the ship. Comes into service in December of this year. Uh, then you've got, um, uh, with a guest capacity of 6,700, Europa is the first LNG-powered new cruise ship for the line with the latest water recycling technology to purify wastewater and feature, features propellers that reduce underwater noise and to respect marine wildlife. The MSC Eurebria is set to debut in June of 2023, offering itineraries to the Norwegian fjords from Kiel, Germany, uh, this uh, ship will have a capacity of 6,300, also will be LNG-powered, uses state-of-the-art sustainable technologies to protect and preserve our marine ecosystems. The hull of the ship is coated with special paint to reduce, reduce growth of organisms. The sister ships of the Seascape, which I'm scheduled for their North uh, inaugural cruise in December and MSC Seashore, which I was on this past February, are equipped with the latest generation environmental technology with improvements to energy efficiency. Now, unfortunately, the seascape is not LNG powered. Uh, but anyway, MSC, you know, th there's a lot of reasons to think 
very favorably about MSC today. One, the reason I sailed with them is number one, they were one of the first cruise lines to allow an oxygen guest. Uh, Royal Caribbean and MSC almost the same day would accept an oxygen uh, person. Norwegian and Carnival and all the progeny under them would not accept oxygen folks until April, the end of April of this year. So I was able to put in three months with the MSC and Royal Caribbean before the other ones would even allow me to buy a ticket. So I found MSC to be a terrific value. Plus they weren't charging me double being solo. There was no uh, add-on for you know, most most of the cruise lines. It should double if you're solo. You got to pay for two people. Bottom line, there was no uh, solo supplement with MSC, and only a partial supplement with uh, Norwegian on most of the cruises I did. I wouldn't have to pay the full you know, hundred percent on a lot of them. MSC's got its act together on a lot of things. Now, yes, there were a lot of negative reports, especially on their food and stuff. And then I went, I've been on three of their ships and I love the food. All right, Disney. Next story today, among the vast amount of businesses operating under Walt Disney Corporation, Disney Cruise Line has been consistently proven itself as one of the highest rated by guests across the company's parks and experiences. All the cruise business is still recovering. The future is looking positive, according to Disney executives in their uh, third quarter uh, earnings call. That positivity comes mainly from the addition of Disney Wish and the release of two sister ships in the coming years. While Disney is optimistic that Disney Cruise Line can repeat the results it has achieved in the past, the Cruise Line has historically been one of the highest earnings of Walt Disney Corporation, uh, which is coming back again now with all the ships sailing uh, with increased occupancy rates. The impact of the pandemic is still being felt, while occupancy rates are indeed higher now than they have been since ships started operating. Since her debut in July, the innovation that Disney Wish brings to Disney Cruise Line sets the bar very high for sister ships that are to come, but also for other ships in the fleet. The vessel is receiving rave reviews from guests who have sailed on her, with 40% of the guests that have sailed saying they will only sail with Disney Cruise Line the Disney line is well positioned to make an even more significant impact in the future. Christine McCarthy, senior vice president and CFO of Walt Disney company said the following, this is a really interesting comment that we have received from our cruise passengers. 40% of them say they would not have chosen to go on a cruise vacation if it weren't a Disney cruise. So we're a unique product and we're still a relatively small share of the cruise market. We're positioned for growth. And the other four ships are all sailing, 
and their occupancy is improving week by week. Another positive from the wish, it's LNG powered. Uh, so uh, that's, you know, given Disney Cruise Line a heads up into the green uh, his, uh, future for cruising. LNG is a much cleaner fuel, clearly something that we're all looking at. So congratulations to Disney. Congratulations uh, on the Disney wish. And clearly that, you know, I've never sailed with Disney, but man, the people that have clearly are nuts about Disney. So terrific for them. All right, Norwegian, in an email that was sent out to book guests, Norwegian Cruise Line has confirmed that the uh, Libra-class Norwegian Dawn, which is currently sailing a variety of one-way Northern European itineraries, will not be visiting Copenhagen on August the 16th cruise instead of calling on Copenhagen from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. on Wednesday, August the 24th. The ship will have a day at sea with no substitute port of call. The vessel will arrive in Amsterdam much earlier than previously scheduled, however. Originally, Norwegian Dawn was planned to arrive in Amsterdam, the disembarkation port for this particular sailing, at 6 a.m. on Friday, August the 26th. Now the vessel will arrive the evening before at 4 p.m. on Thursday, August 25th. That gives guests an opportunity to have an enjoyable evening in Amsterdam. The embarkation is still planned for Friday morning at the original time. Norwegian Cruise Line has offered no uh, details explaining why the call in Copenhagen must be canceled, but it may not have to do with Denmark's uh, capital at all. Recent uh, drought and salt in the Netherlands North Sea Canal has created restrictions on lock operations into the port of Amsterdam, which is limiting when vessels may enter the port. The salt levels are of particular concern as they impact local water supply quality. By restricting lock operation, less salt is permitted into the canal and the water supply is better protected. To compensate for the change in operation, vessels are only being permitted in groups rather than individual passions into Amsterdam. This is causing delays in vessel passage. The cruise ships must plan for those delays if necessary. Similar to delays packed the uh, Jewel of the Seas earlier, uh, uh, what, last week? And Rotterdam earlier in the month, both cruise lines had to adjust multiple itineraries due to the low water levels and high salt content. Because Dawn is disembarking in Amsterdam, it's essential that the vessel arrive in a timely manner to the port for the people coming and going off the cruise ship. Norwegian Dawn has a guest capacity of 2,300, uh, which means that uh, 4,000 or more passengers could be impacted by Amsterdam delays. The Port of Amsterdam implemented this temporary change in scheduling on an as-needed basis in mid-July and will continue so long as it's necessary. They need a lot of rain, folks. 
They need some of the rain we've been getting over here. At this time, guests booked on the August 16th sailing with its now altered itinerary are not being offered any compensation for the change. Thanks, Norwegian, for that one. I'm looking forward to being back on Norwegian. I have not been on Norwegian for about five years since I was last on Norwegian Sun was the last Norwegian ship I was on. So I'm, I'm looking forward to getting back on Norwegian, checking out their Wi-Fi. I have not checked out their Wi-Fi yet uh, since I've needed to stream and so forth. We'll see how it goes. All right, now I got some news from the CDC, and this one, I'm not sure how to take this one. I, I, I was surprised more than anything. The CDC is no longer recommending restrictive measures such as quarantines and social distancing to prevent the spread of COVID. And new guidelines re, uh, released uh, yesterday, the agency said it was no longer necessary to stay six feet away from others to reduce the risk of exposure, a shift from the guidance that had been in place since the early days. Now, more than two years later, nearly the entire U.S. population has at least some immunity through vaccination, previous infection, or in some cases, both. However, the latest guidance does keep some measures the same. It says people who test positive should stay home for at least five days and wear a mask around others for 10 days. It also continues to recommend that people wear masks indoors in about half of the country. So, change there from the CDC. All right, one last story today, and this one's this has fascinated me. I'm trying to get uh, somebody uh, from this company to come talk to us. This is a, a new cruise brand that should be starting soon, known as Victoria Cruise Line. It's aiming to launch a residence ship concept with two cruise ships on bare boat charter agreements. The basic difference between Victoria Cruises and other cruise lines is that you don't have to buy cabins, you can rent them. <coughs> Excuse me. Sorry about that, folks. The minimum rental period is six months and the maximum is unlimited. The brand's website shows world cruises in 2023, leaving from both Port Everglades and Livernio in Italy and per day pricing lower than major cruise brands. A representative of the company said plans had been put in place prior to the global pandemic to start up targeting the 55 plus community. That's me, folks. I'm in the 55 plus community. As a lot of my audience are also, some of you aren't, but you know, several of you are out there in my age group. 
The ships appear to be coming from the laid-up Sea Jets fleets. They're ex-Holland America vessels. The ships are currently registered under the old name and will only be renamed once we are sure we can start the project and have 80% pre-registration. The vessels were refurbished by Holland American in 2015 and 16, have not been in service since early 2020. They were sold after a relatively recent refurbishment and have been idle for over two years. The design update does not affect the public spaces, only the cabins and suites. We envisioned a lighter, cleaner pastel color scheme the design update is proceeding on schedule as planned. Of note, the company bought a Russian outfit, Mamansk Shipping Company, out of bankruptcy proceeding a few years ago. We managed to acquire the shares of the company at a very low price, part of which was owned by the Russian state. And after selling the cargo ships, we were able to close the acquisition with a profit. We then took over the name Victoria Cruise Line at that time, still in the planning stage of a res residential cruise concept, which was postponed due to COVID. And now they are getting back, possibly ready to go. The company is fully privately owned. We're not listed company. We have no bank loans, no debts. We are developing everything from our own capital, and we do not intend to take on any debt at a later date, so said an official of the company. Interesting. They're talking about a worldwide cruise, number one. That's the first thing I looked at. Starting about $80 a day. I mean, that's like way cheaper than world cruises go for. So, uh, clearly, I'm looking for more information on this one. <laughs> it's it got me fascinated. All right, that's it for the news today. So, we're going to jump over and see who's fussing at me in the chat room like normal. Let's see who's with us here today. Uh, Mike's here. Hey, Mike, Carol's with us. Hi, Carol. Thank you for the uh, comments when I had some Reports back this morning. Hot air, Tom's here. Gooey butter cake. Carol's uh, questioning. Yeah, that's what it's called. I didn't know what it was. I bet you anybody in St. Louis knows what it is. Katie's with us. Good morning, Katie. Ah, Lizzie Lou over from the hot UK. By the way, folks, um, I started to say this, and I was talking way too long early. I want you to know uh, we are in the midst of a cold front. I checked the temperature, I don't know, half hour ago, maybe before I went on the air. It's 75 degrees, but our high temperature today is only going to be 80. Now, is that what I need to get my winter coat out? I mean, I'm getting a little old and forgetful. So uh, 80 degrees, is that coat weather? Of course, then the pool doctor guys are supposed to be here today and put my heating system in uh, for the pool, so I'll get some uh, some more time out of the pool in the fall, and I can get in the pool earlier in the spring. 
so at 80 degrees, I wear my coat out to the pool, the heated pool, and then uh, jump in the pool naked. Is that the way it works? I'm just curious. Cold front, 80 degrees. Sonny's with us from down in Mississippi. Carol says, I just booked another three cruises. Have eight booked now. Good for you, Carol. Hot Air says, can you imagine going on a cruise and needing dialysis? Do they even do that? I have seen a couple posts asking if a ship medical does this. I would hate to see the bill. My stars. I don't think, and you know, I've been, you know, I've toured medical facilities on a lot of cruise ships. I don't think I have ever seen anything even resembling a dialysis machine. Could be wrong. Maybe they have stuff back in the storeroom or something. That's a lot of money to have stuff in the storeroom. Yeah, I, I have a feeling that, that that's a no-no. Hot Air says, Carol, are you catching up on him? Yeah, it's Hot Air. I can't book anymore until 2025 cruises are listed. Yeah, because your wife is going to kill you if you book more cruises. Ah, nah, Cindy, Cindy has you tied down now. She's cut off, cut off the checkbook. No more cruise bookings. I don't know. What do you still have, like 20 booked or something ridiculous? When I say ridiculous, at one time I had 17 booked. So I can't uh, really quibble over that one. Lizzie says, Carol, well done. Where are you off to? Well done being discharged from urology. Man, I tell you what, I was so tickled about that. Of course, I was aggravated at those people that I had to go see them again anyway after they told me, you'll never be able to do this. Uh, never. never. Yeah. Yeah. Wrong. Sonny says, nice place there, Tom. Carol says, there are Princess Cruises, Transatlantic, British Isles, Great Western Mediterranean, Pacific West Coast, Hawaii, and Caribbean. All back to back. Awesome. Well, that's one of the things I was looking at on the. It's, Folks, I've never even really thought about doing a world cruise. But man, that's tempting. And especially if I can if I get to a place I can afford it. Maybe these folks need somebody on board that can live stream from around the world if they got a decent Wi-Fi system. Live stream from around the world. I'll be happy to do that for them. Victoria Cruz's own fat guy around the world coming to you live from India or, well, I don't know where it all stops. It stops 202 places. Anyway, that would be pretty cool. Um, Jason says uh, the freedom picture there is that ugly stack. I told him it was his fault. Yeah, I know. 
Jason should have shown the captain the Crocs he took of the picture and demanded they repair it. Jason says, I did show them. They said it was fine. Yeah, very good, Jason. So. Hot Air says, uh, Sonny, it's actually the Holiday Inn Vacation Club resort next to the Port Canaveral Channel timeshare property. I saw the Carnival and Royal Caribbean ships arrive early this morning. That would be uh, Independence of the Seas and Carnival Liberty, I think. Disney was the first in, and I missed that. But Disney, that would be the uh, that would be the wish out of Port Canaveral. Yeah, wish is up there. That's cool. This Sunny says dialysis at sea. Oh, good, we got the uh, the uh, porn folks again. Now, man, I can just go, an error occurred trying to refresh the page. What do you mean an error occurred? I'm trying to block the user. Why aren't you letting me do that? Maybe because Jason has already done it. That's a good possibility. But I'll try another one to see if that erases it. Nope, it does not. Okay. So, uh, naked bomber be gone. Yeah. Chili's cruises troll alert. And Jason says, I banned them again. Yeah, they keep coming in on different emails and different. It's just ridiculous. Thank you, Jason. Jason needs a bigger hammer. Yeah. Lizzie says, Carol, wow, that sounds awesome. One day I'll do similar and can come to you for advice. Very good. <laughs> uh, Sonny says, oh no, I just can't say it. I'm biting my tongue to hot air, Tom. He's laughing. I was expecting the top story to be the CDC dropping of quarantine. That is huge. Yeah, it, it is, but there's not a whole lot of information around it. Uh, I found. Um, and no explanation as to the whys and wherefores that I could come up with. But yeah, I mean, that's just, that changes everything that we've made ourselves do through all this. I realize that, that the world is evolving. And I understand now, I can see what they're saying about you know, either you're vaccinated or you're, you've had it or had it multiple times. There's immunity from that or a combination of both. Okay, I understand that argument. But they still want you to mask up in certain areas where the um, number of cases is high. We're going into the fall where the cases went through the roof everywhere. 
I'm just wondering if that's not premature. Again, again, I thought I didn't agree totally with what they're doing on cruise ships, but we're going to live with it. We're going to see. <coughs> I don't mind them proving me wrong. I don't mind that at all. Nikki's with us. Happy Friday. Carol says, I've cruised about 50 cruises. Did you hear the story on Celebrity Edge? I won't say what happened. You can look it up. Uh, no, I didn't. I didn't have anything from Celebrity this morning. I did not see anything particularly on Celebrity on, from any of my sources, but I'll check it. Uh, Hot Air says... Um, did the flying carpet fly off into the Wahoo yonder? I don't know. Spill it, Jason. I can't find Celebrity Edge story. Um, Lizzie says, I've only done 18. First was December 2017 for my 40th. I haven't looked back. Very good, Liz. Um, I am at least temporarily ahead of Carol. I'm now, this will be 67 and 68 for me, my next two. The Hot Air Tom Cruise is 67, and Symphony of the Seas will be 68. Uh, boy, I'd like to be planning on going on a world cruise, though. <laughs> oh, goodness. I'm seriously thinking about that. Of course, my son, you're talking about, he'll, he'll, be, he'll want to come commit me <laughs> if I'm going to spend that much of his inheritance. Uh, that'll be funny. Uh, by the way, uh, my son now, who fusses about me spending money on all these cruises, is now my uh, registered agent as he is working on uh, sponsorship of my podcast, which is pretty awesome. Uh, he's talking to several people about uh, them advertising on the podcast, which would be cool. At least I'm not having to do it. So anyway, he is my officially official registered agent. Um, it's really it's really bad. I don't want to report it in chat. Okay. I will find out uh, what it is. Carol says, I started in 1991. First cruise was on the very old SS Norway. I haven't looked back since. I love it. And Carol's, Carol is one of the people that, you know, uh, we bang ideas back and forth on a regular basis. Um, you know, I'm a, I've been doing it a little bit longer than she has, but she's, uh, since 91, I have, ooh, since now you've done all that since 91, you're probably, since 91, you've done more than I have. So, yeah. Kenneth's with us. Hi, Kenneth. Um, I am planning to have Chili as my guest in Cagney. Oh, sweet. Yeah, I've got to, I've got, 
I had something to do with the, the uh, specialty dining and I, I can't remember what all I got to do on that. Will he eat the 20 ounce porterhouse steak? Absolutely, he will not. If he goes to a steakhouse, hot air, Tom, he's going to have the small filet. That's what I'm comfortable eating. Ain't no 20 ounce anything for me anymore. <clears throat> Give me a nice little filet, baked tater, shrimp cocktail or something similar, and I'm ecstatic. I don't even have to have dessert. And, and the, the, uh, I'm serious. The a filet is, that's it. I'm, I'm perfectly good with that. You know, I, I want, where was, which, oh, it was on uh, MSC. I did their steakhouse, you know, three times. I did it on each of the three ships. And the first time I had their ribeye. And I think it was 20 ounce or eight. I mean, it was huge. I, I, I couldn't eat it. I was miserable at the end of the, at the, end of the meal because I'd eaten way too much. Next time I went, I ordered the filet. And it was absolutely perfect. It was a wonderful, wonderful meal and experience. So, yeah, if, if we go to the, to the, uh, to the thing, to, to, to Gagney's, I will have a filet. Thank you. Just to say. Chili can probably handle 40-ounce steak. No, chili can't. Chili is not. Yeah, I'm a big fat guy, but I don't eat that much, folks. Yeah, I eat, I probably eat the wrong things. And I drink way too much Diet Coke, and I know the sodium that's, you know, is bad. I have a cocktail on occasions. Not even so much anymore, like I used to. Hot Air says, now this is, here's what I'm going to de debate with you. I figure that the NCLRCL healthy team, sale team, knew about the CDC change in its quarantine plans, and that led to the earlier decisions to drop testing. To my knowledge, he's referring to Scott Gottlieb and Oh, what was the other guy's name? Um, I, I can't think. But anyway, they were back, put together the whole plan that everybody adopted. You know, they were the authors of that. To my knowledge, they're not back together looking at things now. I saw that on from Doug Parker, and I could find, unless he has direct line to Scott or one of those guys, Doug Parker, maybe he's big enough that he can get contact and I can't. I've tried. But I could find nothing that tells me that those guys had anything to do with the cruise lines changing. To me, the cruise line was totally in reaction to what's been happening worldwide on everything else. So have no, I don't have any proof that they had anything to do with that. Oh, good. Here we go with another porn star. Yeah, no, it won't let me. I was trying to block it, which would erase it. 
Uh, but anyway, Hot Air Tom says, I still say the unvaccinated will be taking their lives in their own hands, going cruising, probably survival of the fittest. Impressive resume, Chili. Well, thank you, Hot Air Tom. Okay, guys, that's going to wrap me up uh, for today. I don't know if it'll wrap me up for the weekend as I will stay on top of what's happening in the cruise world and see what we, uh, if I need to, I'll do a show tomorrow or Sunday, depending on the news. And I'll try to let everybody know ahead of time if that happens. So, but for now, I'm going to go out and get out, get my winter coat out and go outside in this, this cold weather we're having, this 80-degree cold weather, uh, and, and enjoy my pool this afternoon. That's a plan. All right, guys. <laughs> I'll see everybody again sometime Saturday, sometime Sunday, or back here Monday at 11 a.m. for Traveling Cruise Industry News. Everybody stay safe, stay healthy. Think about cruising and hopefully one day soon we'll all get together on the high seas. This is the old fat travel guy. Have a fantastic day. Fantastic weekend. I'll see everybody Monday. I regularly post videos on all facets of the travel and cruise industry. So if you like to keep up with the latest in cruise ships, ports of call, cruises themselves, chilly chats, and travel and cruise industry news, just hit the little subscribe button in the lower right-hand corner, hit the bell notification so you'll be notified when a new video is up or we go live. This video was produced by Chili's Cruises. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure, I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be to be.